Cool. All right. Well, let's get this on. Thank you guys. Just for the record, before we start actually like recording, well, I know we're recording, but thank you yeah. for letting me be a part of this. Oh, of course. Yeah. I feel very special we, and very excited. Yeah. We're, we love having you on and having guests on just because, you know, it gets a little bit of a different flow than just the two of us talking to each other in a vacuum. So <laughs> even though I love yeah. that because you guys like bounce <laughs> off each other so well. <laughs> I'm so glad you think so. I do. I I mean, hello. I've been a fan since day one. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We appreciate that. Have good. What you've told Jordan about. Yes, he's broken the news to me. All right. And I'm going to like lay down a vigil and be very sad. But I just hope we can keep in touch. I mean, I definitely like don't want it to be like dead and buried. But like, I I just need a a moment because I just started this new job. And it's it's a lot. Oh, I can imagine. And it's hard work to do this. I can imagine. It's, I mean, Jordan edits it all himself. Like, I don't even do that. And it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like, when we were both, when he was like not working in quarantine and whenever I was doing like different stuff for work because of quarantine, it was, we had a lot more time. And for the listeners that don't know what we're talking about, that's right. That's right. uh, This is going to be our last episode, but it's not. Well, I didn't know we were doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. My bad. No, no, yeah. We're already talking about it. Might as well. Maybe he'll edit this to the end. Who knows? That's what I thought he was going to do. So that's why I spoke freely. Uh, Yeah, no, you're fine. We'll see what I do. I I don't know. I have a lot of ideas that I want to do for the last episode. We'll see how motivated I am. (laughs) When it comes down to it, you're going to just release the raw audio and call it a day. (laughs) She left. What happened? She was offended by that. (laughs) Okay, we're back in action. Uh, I'm here now. We were like, oh, <laughs> this no. is going wonderfully. Excellent so far. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Yep. This will be a great one. We want to do the intro thing and then introduce our guests and then get into it. The intro thing of like who we are and what we do? Yeah. Sure, you can take that away. All right. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Vicious Felonies, a Law & Order SVU podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Chrissy. We go through each episode of SVU in order and try to be funny as we analyze and judge the show. We take the serious nature into account, but do consider our podcast more on the comedic side. I have a film MFA and try to view the show through that lens. I've seen most of the show, but I am a newer fan. Oh, this is neat. Yeah, uh, and I've been watching it since I was probably 12 or 13. My background in corporate social media has absolutely no bearing on this podcast, but uh, the fact that I'm a human woman typically does, so (laughs) that's me. Yeah, and... We try to provide a male and female perspective, like the two lead detectives, and we're doing it from New York. So, and we can almost say that we're a couple, like the two lead detectives. <laughs> oh, I mean, we are a couple. They almost are. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Why in the world? Is your <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, and we're joined with that Jordan girl, a fan favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's so nice to be here. And yeah, I'm. Mine keeps cutting out, so we'll see how this goes, but. So, <laughs> we're having great technical. Um, but yeah, I've been here before. I'm glad to be back. Just really excited to be here with you guys again. Thanks. We're happy to have you. Uh, today we're going over episode 310, Ridicule. Are you doing the summary here? No. I'm going to surprise everyone and not have one. Not have a summary? Yeah. What? We need to at least say <laughs> it is Diane Neal's first appearance in SVU, but not as the famed Casey Novak. Uh, <laughs> instead, in this episode, she's playing a, an evil woman. An evil woman, a day trader turned rapist, apparently. And I'm here because it's Diane Neal. <laughs> Yes, love her. Yeah. Yeah, she's exceptional in this episode. In every episode, we love her. It's so crazy. We're the fan club. Yeah, we really are. It's so weird to see how, like, creepy she is in this episode. Yeah, she definitely acts the hell out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a lot going on in this episode, and we're ready to jump into it, I think. Well, let me just say who wrote it. Okay. Uh, It was written by (laughs) Drew Brewery and directed by Constantine Macris, who I think I've said was a woman before, but it is a man. So okay, didn't well, know that. That's a definitely pretty gender neutral name. Yeah. So first of all, Jordan and I watched this episode like three weeks ago now, two weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, I watched it like an hour ago. 
But I've seen it like five <laughs> times. Yeah, I have seen this episode quite a bit. This is a, a good I've one. seen it twice. Okay. But we both take pretty detailed notes. So, you know, we always have a lot to say. But good, please. First note that I wrote upon starting the episode was, damn, it's been a while since we watched SVU. <laughs> <laughs> Because we hadn't watched it in probably, well, basically since the new season ended. Yeah, yeah. We've been watching other things like The Crown. Yes. I will <laughs> say that Chris Hunter, former guest, told me about this episode. And I was very excited because I wanted a different Diane Neal episode. And she talked about this episode before? When she was on, she talked about this episode. Okay. And she was on for Stocks and Bondage. And this is a better version of that, I feel. I would agree. Okay, are we ready to go through the play-by-play? I'm yeah, ready. let's do it. Right off the bat, I wrote, autoerotic asphyxiation strikes again. <laughs> I wrote, guy walking in with boxes looking for Sid. <laughs> Sid. I wrote, guy walking in with like box- boxes from the liquor store to a cleverly staged crime scene. Yeah, this is a classic SVU open. I really just want to know the total tally of episodes about autoerotic asphyxiation because it's got to be like 25 or something. There's oh, so I'm willing to bet. I really want to know the whole tally. Uh, there's probably, yeah, yeah, I would say 25 sounds right. I was I mean, going to say there's 400 probably... episodes total, so maybe even more than that at this point. Yeah, that's a fair game, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's only so many topics, and like they, <laughs> I, mean, I can think of at least probably five or six. You know, in 1.0, seasons 1 through 12, that come to mind, so... I can think of... Oh, two. yeah. Like, what, the the Patricia Richardson, you know, Mom from Home Improvement episode that was, like, the oh, kickoff, yeah. the, the Russian that. love poem you guys like so much? Oh, yeah, that's, that's top tier. Uh, I kind of want to watch <laughs> the episode again. It's... <laughs> So bad. So bad. Yeah. So trust me, like you're, that's already three. We're already three and we're three seasons in. It's four right off the top of my head. Like it's crazy. Okay. So, um, Dr. Warren is out of town. So there's another medical examiner. Justin. Yeah. Justin. (laughs) Who the hell is Justin? I wrote that down specifically. I'm like, Justin. Justin. Uh, Classic Stabler pre-credits, dumb line. Guess if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he doesn't a, understand a lady's needs. No. <laughs> Although I think, I can see Stabler not, but Christopher Maloney certainly does. <laughs> Absolutely. You get me, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that man. That's fair. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, when we were watching this episode, a loud firework went off my in my ear uh, right when he said that line, so I shut the window. Uh, I know the audience doesn't care, but... I, I don't even care. Okay. <laughs> It's a minor detail. Yeah. So. Which of Madison cares? <laughs> <laughs> She's a fan. Oh, I thought you meant my sister. I was no. like, why? Why would Madison care? Oh, okay. I do. I did also write, boy, do I love the Fourth of July. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, so you have some firework notes as well. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. There was lots of there was lots of fireworks. That's so funny. Yeah. The husband cut her down, which is not great uh, for a crime scene. No. No. Sure. He goes over the basics of their relationship, saying that they've been only married for six months, but they were separated. They got married after just a few months. Not looking good for him. Yeah. Tell he's genuine. Um, I mean, I could. I was yeah. like, I mean, maybe because I've seen it so many times, but I was like, ah, I see the sincerity there. Yeah, he definitely did. Like, you, you can for sure get a vibe when somebody is sketchy, and I was not getting a sketchy vibe. No. He did seem pretty surprised to see the situation and upset about everything. Right. No comment. <laughs> Just because I, I knew it wasn't him. So, like, it, it's hard for me to judge. And I don't yeah, think I, yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, I know, but genuinely, he seemed okay. Well, that's good. I wrote down, let's see. The new the lawyer. Yeah, oh, I yeah. wrote... Something about Finn with the lawyer. What was the relationship there? Um, I just watched it. So uh, she was, she questioned him on a recent drug bust and like accused him of police brutality. Oh. So he has like beef. So then Benson is saying, we'll we'll do her. You do the other girl because you have a conflict of interest. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I I was like, he's got history with somebody. I don't know what the context is. Pam Adler. Okay. Pam Adler. So, I'm sure to write down names for this. Pam <laughs> Adler. So they they talk to the friend of the victim over some stuff like that. Said they met in college. Which is the lawyer. Pam. Yeah. And I like her. Was he also a lawyer though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three of them are. Yeah, true. I don't think I don't think Diane Neal was a lawyer. No, she's a day trader, like you said. She yeah, she's because they said they're going to come pick her up on the yeah, yeah, yeah three yeah. stocks are up yeah. But oh man, that would have been a great image though if they would have done that. Whenever she comes back, we should be like, all right, and that's the episode. Thanks for joining us. Pretty funny. If you could time that just well. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, and I think that's all we have to say about the episode. All right, that's the episode. Thanks for listening, guys.
<laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I, I, I realize if that happens, I pull my phone away from my head and then it reconnects. That's no, so you're good. good. We no. were just trying to joke that we talked through everything while you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so they go over the their marriage. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy was a, an artist who married a meal ticket because she was a rich attor- attorney. Let's see. What else? They met on a Caribbean vacation, signed a prenup. Well, that's what they yeah. said. Remember, we learned that that's not actually true. And then the one Benson and Sabler go to talk to, I think it was Pam. And uh, she says her infamous line of what you know about the law could fit in the palm of my hand. Your hand. Like, what a strange line. So specific. So you know that's going to come up later. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nobody would ever sit. That's definitely like the Chekhov's gun of this episode. So yes. strange. I like it. <laughs> Did you? You like that line? Yeah. I like whenever they're talking about, I don't know if it was her life insurance policy or something, but him getting $50,000 and them saying like it was a lot of money. And then somebody says $50,000 in Manhattan. Don't kid me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's not a lot at all. No, that's nothing. No. Even here, that's nothing. No. Uh, Especially not with killing somebody over. Like that's what a joke. Okay. (laughs) I'd like to know where your standards are, Chrissy. Yeah. <laughs> They're low, but not that low. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, fun fact, whenever Diane Neal is waiting to come out. From the like store she was in? Yeah. And then she talks with uh, Finn and Munch. Mm-hmm. She said on a podcast that so many people said hi to Ice T on the street that it just like kept taking longer and longer. Oh to, my like, God. And she got like very frazzled when she finally like actually came out the door. That's so funny. I love Hilarious. that. I love that so much. No one ever like really posts pictures of him. Maybe he doesn't take pictures with fans. Yeah, I see like seen many. Yeah. Ass load of people take pictures with Chris and Mariska. They just oh, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that tweet that I sent you earlier that said, uh, ran into Mariska today. She told me that the two-hour premiere is all about the letter and then ran away. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. On her, on her broken ankle? Like, come on. <laughs> we all know she has, she's injured right now, so. Oh, man. Love that woman. She's kind of crazy. I love and, her chaos. Yes, she's definitely chaotic energy. Uh, I feel like the husband kind of reminded me of Tony Hawk. <laughs> okay. Just, that's a fun little fact. I can see that. Yeah. What were you going to say? I liked Diane Neal's line of just like the receptionist said the police were looking for me and then them talking to her just like on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I did like her little intro about herself saying she likes to uh, make lots of money and like big risks. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was baller of her. Like, yeah, it I'm was. into this. It's fine. And then she says that, what was the victim's name again? I don't even remember her name. Sydney. Sydney, Sydney Green. That she lived on the edge and was setting it up that. Sydney was really into the whole autoerotic thing and all these other risky behaviors. So then they re-questioned the husband and some truths are dropped. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. But his name is Anthony Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he admits that they told everybody that they met on this beach vacation, but they actually met in rehab. Uh, Painkiller addiction. They knew the worst about each other. Mm -hmm. And then he reveals that the reason why he asked for the divorce is that her and her friends raped this male stripper and... Seemingly didn't feel bad about it. Um, we're like trying to get away with it. So then they go looking for him, and, the victim. Yeah, they say he says that uh, that victim probably killed her. Yeah, which I mean, that is a pretty like easy conclusion to jump to. Yeah, um, makes sense. This is a really weird thing that I noted, but they were doing the dummy demonstration of like how this woman could have died by accident if it were autoerotic asphyxiation, like where they like move her arm and she falls forward and, you know, the weight. Why did they put a leotard on the dummy? <laughs> I don't know. I noticed that too. Like, you don't need a sexy leotard on it. It's a dummy. <laughs> like, they're trying to they're trying to be moral about it. It's so strange. Like, <laughs> it was just such an odd. It's choice. on TV, Chrissy. We gotta cover that. It was thing a up. dummy. We gotta cover that up. <laughs> I'm trying so. to be respectful. Then, then couldn't they have just put on like a shirt and pants? Like, why did it have to be a leotard? Like, was it <laughs> a good to be, point? Like, to what she was wearing like i don't know i don't know either. maybe peter smith he's working with dogs <laughs> <laughs> i know that's such a random thing like oh he's he's humane and he's such a sweetheart yeah i mean if you're with a dog i i like you a little more than if you're not with a dog exactly oh yeah yeah definitely i feel like uh svu does not do justice to dogs they no no they don't they never do and none of the characters really have well i guess kelly yiddish's character yeah i was gonna say doesn't she have uh I can't remember yeah. the dog's name, but she has a dog. Okay, Rosie, well, maybe? that dog didn't help win me over. Uh, Franny. Franny, that's what it is. I knew it was like an old lady name. 
Yeah, we I love know. Franny. We stand Franny. At least we can love the dog. All right, I'll like the dog, but I will not like Rollins. <laughs> Whatever, man. I, Strong I'm, opinions there. Yeah. She's just boring. She doesn't do nothing. <laughs> Wait, did we tell her about how we saw or how you saw? Yeah. Okay, so you already talked about that. Yeah, I mean, we could say it, but I mean... I don't know if we've said it on air, that uh, we were talking about him running into uh, Peter Scandavino. Oh, yeah. I did hear that story, though, and I was like, my heart was warm. Yeah, I was definitely jealous. That's crazy. Seemed nice. More handsome in person. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it every day. Yeah. I'm now his number one fan. I don't know if that's... <laughs> you, it was truly like a light switch flipped with you. Like, we watched an episode of SVU after you saw him, and you were like, I love that man. I just saw him today, and now he's on my TV. <laughs> Same way, he's not at the top of my list, but I'd be like, hello, how are you? Yeah. Let's be best friends. Right. He also uh, had his hair styled like Carisi at that moment. That's really funny. I mean, shooting was over, so he must just wear his hair like that. I don't know, because I've seen him without his hair like that in like, yeah. pictures on Twitter and stuff that yeah. he's posted. So. Same. Back to the episode at hand. <laughs> so Stabler was like not convinced that this man, that he didn't even seem convinced that it was possible to rape a man. Yeah, that, that one of my two rants on this entire episode was like, I'm a Stabler fan, but you, he pissed me yeah. off so bad. Big same, big same. Yeah, I too uh, was not a fan of that. I, I hate when any of them don't believe a victim. Yeah. Like I always think you should approach with believing first. Right. Like, yeah, Benson comes around, but Stabler is very actively anti all of that. And it's like, right. dude, you're a sex crimes detective. Like, come on, stop. Which I feel like was in keeping with his character, but still was very disappointing. Yeah. And he grew. It's only season three. So True. I guess I, we all get to make mistakes. He would, hopefully, <laughs> you don't get to make any. Hopefully he would uh, have changed his ways by now. I think so. I think so. I love how Cabot, though, is like really kind of crusading for it. Like she's like, yes, we need to believe him. We need to treat him the same as if, you know, if he was a female victim, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And think about just like the precedence this sent or set because like this is a real thing. And right. it brought it brought that awareness, which was really early on, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, they referenced the law having been changed in January in the episode. I don't know if that's true to actual, right. but it probably was because they did they did like really mirror legal changes in the show like that, like in other episodes. So did I would bet that it probably is true. I love the scene between Stabler and Wong eating lunch. I just oh, their romance, man. Yes. Oh my god, it's my favorite. I love. Them I so. love them together. Yeah, it's really an underutilized combo and underrated. Like no, I always said okay. that the the Stabler Huang bromance and then the Stabler O'Halloran bromance really yes. needed its own storyline. Yes. Yeah, I will I will die on this hill. Or one out for O'Halloran. <laughs> Rip. That's a whole separate episode you could do for an hour with me about my oh. love for O'Halloran. It's so funny. That has got to be one of the craziest episodes. Like, I think I showed it to you and you were like, what? <laughs> I, I kind of love and respect the ridiculousness. Oh, so do I. It. It's one of my top, probably top five favorite episodes because it's. Oh, yeah. Plus, Skelly Bishop's in it. So. Yeah. That you really can't go wrong it. with that. You can't go no. wrong with Emily Gilmore. No, you never can. Do you like O'Halloran or Casey Novak more? I like both, but don't ask me to choose. That's wrong. Oh, oh, no. this is gonna be I'd a pick O'Halloran. I'd pick O'Halloran. Oh. oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would. He's so great. He's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> and now I'm no longer friends with you. <laughs> oh, no. This is actually why we're ending the podcast. I knew you would admit to liking yep. him. Right? Yep. Which is funny because you also do like him. Just not nearly as much as Casey Novak. No, I don't like anyone as much as Casey Novak. That That's true. Fair. I, I agree. I just feel like he doesn't get enough representation, so I That's have true. to be the advocate. Like, same with uh, Ruben Morales, the Teru guy. Like, why is he not ah. explored more? Who? You know. See, exactly who? <laughs> he was sure on there for, like, a ton of that. Look it up real quick. Ruben Morales? Yeah. Ruben Morales. Google <laughs> Looking it up. Yeah, you'll know him when you see him. And he has one really poignant episode. But man, he was a, a, a beacon of light in many uh, Oh, yeah. I okay, do know yeah. Him. Oh, like I do love goes him. Goes balls to the wall, and that one guy just beats the yep. shit out. Uh, justice for him and Morales every day. I'm like, bring them sure. back, please. Yeah. I'm really bad with names, both in TV and in real life. Like, you are. People will be like, hey, where's so-and-so at work? And I'm like, who? And they're <laughs> like, you don't know who that is? And I'm like, I, I don't know who anyone is. I'm sorry. Unless it's somebody you talk to every day, you're not remembering their name. The yeah. only reason he knows my name is because it's the same as his. Yes, that's so <laughs> true. Literally, he's like, Jordan, yes, exactly. That's so true. Honestly, like... 
you and Madison, the other person he referenced earlier, I feel like the only reason why you remember their names is because Madison's my sister's name and Jordan's your damn name. Like, yeah, 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 that might be. All right. Madison so, also emailed us. So I love the tangents. That is true. So I wanted to go back to Wong talking about that men are socialized not to fight back against women. And like that could explain why he didn't physically fight back or attack the three women that had like handcuffed him to the bed or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Didn't they also say he had three sisters? Yeah. That he had. So, I mean, yeah, if you were raised with three sisters, you are like brought up, like not hit them back. And yeah. So, so. society and probably his family were both putting that thought in his head. Right. Right. I also, they didn't address this and I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Not only that side of it, like the terms of not hitting back just because that's how you were brought up. But if he also, if he would have hit them back and like badly hurt them, odds are they would have gone to the police and said, this guy beat us up. And like, he could have been the one in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You said that, I think when we watched it out loud, so... Yeah, I mean, it bothered me, like, because that is a risk. Like, if you're going to, like, physically assault, I mean, I, even in self-defense, like, if it's a man versus woman situation and you see a woman that's beat up. Also, there's three against one for, like, the story. Like, just, right. they you can know, all if they say, go to the police, right. all their stories are going to easily, like, mm-hmm. match because they'll talk and, and he will have no one to back up what he's saying. Yeah, so honestly, right. I think it would have been, like, a great move for him to, like, physically beat them up, like... No, I don't either. That could have ended up being really bad for him. Yeah. There was a blue cup shortly after this. <laughs> the blue cup, yes. I still haven't found like a real blue cup yet, and I'm very sad about it. I mean, you kind of gave up looking, so. Still look. So Elliot basically gets on Peter's case a bunch and says, did you say no? He says, I screamed it. That was just dumb. Like, he just kept getting on his case about it. Like, how do you not believe the story by now? It was very frustrating. Do you have anything else about, I, I wrote Diane tried to refuse, but I, oh, was that like coming down to the station? That's when Munch and Finn try to pick her up and she's like, no. And then they're like, oh, well, we'll come down on the trading room floor and take you in and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says like, am I under arrest? And they yeah. say, depends what happens. And she says, then I'm not coming. She's mm-hmm. like, fine, well, if we come back. Right, that's when we'll come back. Yeah. I do want to talk a little mm-hmm. bit more about him describing the scene like originally when he came mm-hmm. there were like 30 women and he was a little bit late and right. they were all like drunk and like, they took him into a back room to pay apparently mm-hmm. and it was dark and you know the other women were just like hanging out back there and they like cuffed him immediately they turned up the stereo uh, a dull letter opener <laughs> yep, yeah a dull letter opener was it sharp no <laughs> yeah. That's my one of my favorite lines. No. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think didn't she make the other partiers leave? Like mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. turn to the stereo. Yeah. And even though like he was aroused, quote unquote. Right. Like that doesn't mean consent and they right. do tell him that and stuff. I think mm-hmm. Lydia says that. Yeah. She explains that that like happens with other people and yeah that doesn't mean and i was thinking like what if you're like what if he was like married or something like because you're like physically interested in having sex doesn't mean that it's something that you like should be doing Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean right so like that that could be his reason for saying no or or any other reason like or it could be gay or whatever like no i'm not interested in having sex but like your body you know has other ideas so and that was also annoying that stabler said like i'm pretty sure at one point he said like arousal equals consent or something which is you would never say that to a woman so wouldn't that was frustrating is this also the part because just in my notes i have it where uh she references the pom- what you know about the law could fit in the palm of your hand again yes and that's okay it gets her into deep shit i think yes i think exactly and then the elliot and olivia <laughs> fighting with each other is just palpable yeah. at this part and i love it yeah i was saying yeah they were trying to figure out who the other people were and like what role they played in the events and then he said that the one attorney said the palm of your hand thing and they were like oh it's that lady yeah yep which i like oh wait i wanted to say uh i just i liked uh maddox as the lawyer she's one of my oh, favorite defense attorneys I love her. which i actually i recently started watching living single um <laughs> in the background sometimes <laughs> As yeah. you should. She plays Max's mom, and Max's character is an attorney, and her character in Living Single is also an attorney. That's funny. So, I love Max. <laughs> yeah, she's probably my favorite. That's she's so, so great. She's just so wonderful, and it's like, ugh, we slept on her for so long. But yes, I know. bring it on. Bring it on. And yeah, CCH Pounder, I think is her name. She's just, a, I, I literally wrote, Carolyn Maddox, my queen. <laughs> Even though I don't <laughs> agree with you in this episode. Oh, I love you. 
She's just one of the she's one of the only defense attorneys that doesn't like make me sick. I don't know. I like the moment where she baits Cabot and then says, "Oh, you didn't take the bait. I love your job." Yeah, yeah. She's interesting. I wouldn't say like not that she makes me sick, but she definitely is somewhat scummy, like some of the others, just in a different way. Yeah, I mean they're kind of all scummy. Like they're just people that are. But did you know that she is the one that Stabler calls when Kathleen steals that necklace? <gasps> Yes. I don't think I did. That's, I mean, one of my main reasons for liking her. As you should. And yeah. I mean, Langan helped Olivia adopt Noah. It's like, they're the good ones. Kressler can, yeah, Kressler I and Buchanan can go to hell. Oh, they're the worst. Especially they're entertaining. I love them, but like, I hate them at the same time. I also love the episode when Mariska, um, like, gets that weird accused by the biker gang and then her attorney is... Langan. Love that. Yeah, that is good. Because you know he's good. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. So I guess Cabot had like previously lost an important case to Pam Adler. So they want her to sit second chair for this case so that it doesn't look like she has a vendetta against uh, yeah. Adler. Which is understandable, I suppose, but still pretty annoying. Isn't that her mentor? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. They did a lineup, which is how they identified the three women. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, whenever they read the one her rights, the addicts, yeah, she says, like, looks like we're going to be famous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's so that. shady. I love it. I know. I did. I thought that the court case scenes were very good. Um, Cabot trying to be witty. Who was the judge? I can't remember who the judge was. Two judges. We had Petrovsky at the end because I wrote that down. But we had another yeah. judge at the beginning. And I can't remember her name. Or maybe Petrovsky like a- came in. Petrovsky was the one that came in and asked her to sit second chair. So we're probably at Petrovsky now. Okay, gotcha. Um, who is my queen? I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. Oh, my dad's calling me. Sorry, dad. I'll have to call you back later. <laughs> I got a call too earlier. I was like, stop <laughs> Yeah. People don't call me, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> um, but I do like when they question Cabot before they tell her that she's going to be second chair. They, like, ask her if she thinks she's bitten off more than she can chew. And she's like, I don't think so, but obviously you do. Like, I just... I don't have a choice. <laughs> and uh, she asks if she should dismiss the charges, and that's when they say she's going to sit, you know, mm-hmm. second chair. And she's right. like, oh, she's get coffee, too? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Cabot's the best. So snarky. She, she is. is. We love Novak, but Cabot was a, in a realm of her own. And I really love what they did with her story, like, ultimately at the end. We just recently yeah. watched those episodes where she just Ugh. kind of, like, gives up in a way. <laughs> like, she's just like, you know what? The justice system is is fucked and I am doing something else that I think is working better. Yeah, yeah. I do like that for her. I think it works well. I know it seems like based on things I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people didn't like mm-hmm. that, but I thought it was really well done. I, yeah, I think it's completely in keeping with her character. Right. I think so too. She's just an advocate. Like deep down, she's an advocate. Exactly. I did want to say that the argument that Maddox was making was definitely like pretty problematic, basically saying like, Women don't have a penis, so they couldn't possibly rape anybody. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a whole conver- That's a whole other podcast conversation for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not even going to get into that because it's just, it's just not. I didn't even take notes on that. That's how much I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they would ever write an episode like that these I don't days. Either. I don't think they would because I feel like most they people don't write good episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Tell me how you really. And here feel. we go. Yeah. The podcast. The addendum to this this yeah. episode. Okay. So Peter asks for a ride home because he said he's going to get like swarmed by the press, which is true. Yeah. Don't they? Unfortunate. Personal life. Yeah. And they're like, "What are you hiding?" And he's like, mm. "Said nothing." That's always and like we know you did. Always what happens? They always like hold back one detail, and that's always the one detail that somebody finds out about. I mean, this was a big one. This was this was, really <laughs> this was huge. This was huge. Yeah. This wasn't like, oh, you know, he smoked a joint or something. Like, this was a really bad one. So, yeah, we find out later when he's on the stand and Diane Neal is looking like an evil witch. Oh, yeah. She looks so evil. It's just perfect. Like, you can tell that she was just a model before this. Like, she has that sort of persona still. Mm -hmm. She has her pulled back and she's just, like, very skinny and piercingly evil. Yes, very gaunt. Also, the whole, like, neck sheath or whatever neckerchief and we all knew what was coming with that oh yeah that was a cool reveal though i did like that yeah i did too so they reveal that he had tried to sue um sydney for five million dollars to try and then he claimed that he didn't actually want the money he just wanted to get her attention so that he could get the names of the other two women that were there uh yeah that was bad that cabot was absolutely blindsided that makes their whole case they also had the one lady uh crossing him for that yeah 
like the rapist. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, there that a was of, a load of shit, yeah. if I may say. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I think a lot of times that happens. Like, I feel like that happened in the uh, Lewis episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did that. Like, and uh, the one with uh, Fred Savage from Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. But it's like, how the hell do you. Get away with this. It's just, it's no, it doesn't know. seem ethical to me. The moment Fred Savage came on the screen, like literally, it was where seconds in, I went, he did it. He's guilty. He's the bad guy. Yep. Chris, how do you know? And I was like, that episode of Boy Meets World where he hits on Topanga, he's a bad <laughs> guy. He did it. Yep, we know. Trust me. He's a bad guy. And, and then he was, he was so creepy. Guy. Super creepy. Did you oh my gosh. watch Friends from College? He's really funny in that. Yep. He's great in that oh, show. He's not evil. No, he's not. Oh, that's no, nice. he's adorable in that, but he he plays a creep well. And I'm just, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. If you watch 1.0, you pretty much know the famous person is either the victim or the killer. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's true. kind of a giveaway, but he was top yeah, tier. That's very true. Honestly, I never even thought about that. You're not going to bring in like somebody, you know, like a notable face to be well i mean i guess well kelly bishop's not really a notable face other than if you're like a huge gilmore girls fan <laughs> or or dirty dancing yeah never seen dirty dancing oh we're gonna have to talk offline about that later <laughs> all right i did make uh, chrissy watch grease 2 recently though oh uh, <gasps> we're gonna also have to talk offline about that later <laughs> interesting it's a good movie. it's a great movie <laughs> have to disagree <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair you didn't see it when you were six and you were an impression yeah, I'd hate it now. Sexual for a six-year-old, though. Yeah, yeah. I know, but, you know, I, reproduction was cut out of the TV version, so That's I was See, scared. I, I saw that. You saw it. You saw it all. <laughs> oh, God. I love you guys so much. Okay, so... Let's move on, yes. Sydney had agreed to give Peter the names, so she basically was going to sell out her friends. Like, she was going to say, yeah, it was these other two women that did this to you and that's whenever she died i was just gonna say when they do reveal that he did the civil suit mm-hmm. diane Neal looks even more evil oh, than yeah. the she moments does. before mm-hmm. yep i can't stand this diane Neal is so creepy she was so good mm-hmm. so good and this is one of like her earlier acting roles like she didn't do much before this so i mean Killing she's it. great from the get-go Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, she got so it. We're coming up on, I think, my favorite scene in the whole episode, which is them going back to the crime scene and oh, yeah. that whoever staged this scene would have been a practicing autoerotic and Benson Stabler and Warner basically like go through the thing. And when Warner goes, okay, you be the victim to Stabler. Oh. <laughs> I just... I don't know why that cracks me up, but it just does. Yeah, and I mean, it did. Like, it's trying to be a hot scene, but it's like it is, but it's kind of awkward. And you're just like, yeah. I don't know how to feel right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's so weird. I just like how it did show, like how easy someone could overpower you in that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. And like right. how Warner was like, yeah, just easy as like, well, well, simple. Yeah, I mean, if it's a tag team effort and you're not expecting, like, it's your friends, so mm-hmm. you're not expecting that. Yeah, you right. get in two seconds. Yeah, and it's like, it shows just like, we can do this, but then, yeah, it's like, these three, most people are probably focusing on like, wow, this is kind of weird and attractive, but then Jordan picks up on the whole like, but look how easy it is. Yeah, it's true. We all miss that. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm like, we all miss that, that point, but he makes such a valid point that it's not that hard. Not at all. Okay, so then Mariska, or Benson, Mariska. Either one. Jumps onto the bed to like continue acting out the scene and realizes that she like loses her balance and then catches her balance on the ceiling. You have to touch. Yeah, exactly. So they were like, oh, okay. CSU didn't dust for prints up here. I got chills. You just saying that, like just remembering how good that detail is. Yeah. Like that was a really good detail. I love that. It was. It was so smart. Yeah. Because how we've all stood on our bed to like adjust our ceiling fan or whatnot. And it's like you you lose your balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that was a really great detail to include to like really show, oh, shit, this is this big thing that they're missing here. I also just how much this episode shows you how good Warner is compared to the other ones and how like more thorough she is. And like, I love her. How she's just like even called out Justin. She's like, oh, Justin missed this. Yeah. Yeah, she's like Justin's good, but I really like that episode with her and the, in the bank. Yeah, I love that episode oh, that too. Was so good, and the one where she's with that French lady. Like, oh, with Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah, 
know. They're like, yeah, in the morgue, and the lady has a gun. She gets crazy shot. And, oh, you know, yeah, get shot. And Olivia has to do stuff to her. Like, oh yeah, she Warner's she just a queen. Somebody else gets shot in the one with the bank. I think so. Yeah, someone else got shot in the the bank one, and then it was Warner that was shot with the French lady. So weird. I love it. I would love to just come up with the, the story arcs for these. Like, I, I don't want to write the dialogue for scripts. That's not my strong point. But I would love to come up with just the general beats of the episode. Figure it out. Yeah. I'll write the dialogue. Okay, perfect. There you go. I, I will actively just sit on set and watch you guys do your magic. Because <laughs> I have no talent in that realm. Oh, no. You could do it. I'll just be your fangirl. <laughs> perfect. So then we get probably my second favorite scene, which is... Diane Neal and Stephanie March head to head, which I wish we oh. could more of. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, I do love that. I don't think it'll ever happen, but I would be living for it if it did happen. How could you not? It's magic. So good. I mean, we saw them when she, when Stephanie March came back and Novak was the attorney. We saw like bits and pieces, but it wasn't like the no. same energy. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of smart not to do it because you don't want to have Novak win because right. Cabot fans will be disappointed and you right. don't want to have Cabot win. So it would be just like I, that uh, Carisi versus Barb episode where it's just kind of like, you know, both, it's kind of like a draw more or less. Right. Like, right. like who can win and make everyone happy? That's a good point. Yeah. I'm so. trying to think of a way they could do it. Like maybe if they had them like start a private practice or something. Oh, I'd be down for that. It's like, if we can't get forward the defense, can we get that? Right. Like just, <laughs> Casey. A moment of silence, but yes, exactly. I know, I can't believe that didn't happen. I know, I'm still salty oh about it. I know, that would have been a really good show. I love the court scenes. There's going to be a different show, maybe that'll be good too. I'm sure it will be, but yeah. Okay. Okay, so Diane basically confesses to it and... Well, they say she's under arrest for murder. Right. And then they say, plead out to murder too. Like, we have the prince, right. your friend, and... Scarf, remove the scarf. Oh yeah, yeah. gotta love that. And I that like scene was so good. Yeah, it's a very good scene. She's like, by the time I get out, I'll be a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. And Cabbage is like, if I take you to trial, you'll be in for life. Exactly. She's just so assertive in that moment. I love it. Okay, so then they go back to trial for the original charges against Peter or like, you know, for assaulting Peter. They're guilty of assault only. They're not right. guilty, not found you afraid or at least three counts not guilty Mm -hmm. yeah they also um which is messed up but she says about like was it an act of rape or a satisfied customer because of like the whole payment thing yeah which is again just disturbing exactly but yeah then you then you roll right into her walking out of the courtroom thinking like (laughs) she's hot shit and then cabot immediately has her arrested for murder (laughs) for sydney it's like you're under the arrest for the murder of sydney green oh shit Oh, good. Which is crazy that, like, the whole episode is spent essentially working on this rape case, and then we just, at the end, get back to the original case from the opening of the episode. Right. It's, like, full circle. Yeah. With with Stan Neal, they get to it, like, a little bit before that, at least. Yeah. I just like that type of flow. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, no, I like that, too. I do want to say they did apologize to Peter when the case was lost. And he Mm, said that uh, one is better than none. True. And uh, also the attorney says, like, oh, you put up a good fight. And uh, she's like, you know, I didn't get the ruling I wanted, but maybe next time. And then when she gets arrested, she's like, well, it looks like next time is now. And she's just like, best offer is 25. And it's just like. And with it. them, like, chit-chatting, which is... She'll be know. out in 12. Right. And, like, you want to bargain over a drink? Out yeah, 25. Oh, best I can do is 12. I would just like to see that scene after that. Like, I would like to see Cabin and Maddox out for a and drink. At a bar. <laughs> yeah. I-, I could see that being, like, a good cold open. And yeah. then, like, her That's the new Law & Order. Like, Law & Order at the bar. And it's just, like, all the attorneys just bantering about their cases together. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> I think Jordan would prefer Law and Order at the deli, and it's just them all eating sandwiches. <laughs> oh yeah, I would watch the hell out of that, and it, especially if you get like close-ups on the sandwich and yep. like talk about the mustards they're using, and then have uh, Olivia come in and punch, punch it. That'd be the <laughs> show. Or yeah, the, the way they split food or punch sandwiches, I'm like, yes, please give me that. Or, or oh, Warner comes in and talks about a case. They're like, I can't eat this anymore. That's exactly what would happen, too. Perfect. Oh, my God. It would be so good. I would watch so much of that. It happened. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. I did not write down anything else. That's all I have for it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done, too. Some stuff. Okay. 
Do you have anything and all that? Or? Yeah, I got that. I okay. got that. I'm just going to make one up as we sit here. That's fine. Uh, I did feel like there was something interesting on IMDb. Let me just double check because I didn't write it down. But gotcha. Like a pulling it up now. Trivia fact or something? Yeah. You always have those. He does. Um, during the scene in the apartment, uh, you can see the World Trade Center in the background briefly. So that oh. means the episode was filmed before the 9-11 attacks. So it was probably the last one huh. before 9-11. Wow. Yeah, I thought that that already placed. I uh, did too. Yep. Huh. Noted. Uh, David Adkins, Barry Ford's previously played the part of PD Tracks in episode 116, The Third Guy. Okay. And Paige Turco, it doesn't say who they played, uh, guest stars 10 years later in a different episode playing a different character. Well, we don't know who that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll forget by then. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, those are some facts. I did read a quote from the good book by the author but it was basically just saying that she thought um some of the laws were ridiculous and like the way they treated men and stuff so yeah wasn't definitely. gonna read it because it wasn't super crazy right. or anything yeah all right so do you want to go first with rating do we do rating or mvp first mvp right. i picked my mvp when i first watched this i'm kind of shocked but i'm gonna stick to what i wrote i'm picking olivia because really? she believed the guy and without believing the guy you wouldn't have got anywhere that is very true. Obviously, I'm going to have to go with Cabot. I thought for sure you would swoop in and take Cabot. In my heart, it is Cabot. Was, yeah. It's always Cabot in his heart. Cabot. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, if, if you were left to your own devices and didn't care about how many times you'd picked Cabot in the past, you'd probably pick Cabot every time. Yeah. And then once we get to Casey Novak, there's not even going to be a choice. It will exactly. Be a choice. <laughs> every week, it's going to be Casey. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pretty much. I'm sad we won't be getting to. I know. I know. I'm really bummed for that, actually. <laughs> All right, well, then you picked both of my first two. So I'm going to go with my third, which is Ice T for actually believing the victim as well. Yeah, definitely fair. Yeah, he came in and I, I had a note that I was like, Stabler sucks, but Ice T at least believes and made a comment twice, mm -hmm. I think. So I'm going to go with Ice T just, just for that because you already picked the other two. Peter is getting like a negative MVP on this one. Like, he yeah, really, really... I hate to do that, but you're right. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Stabler, you you screwed this up really bad. Yep. <laughs> Did you do something else there? Love you, but stop. <laughs> Love you, but stop. I was just going to say the IMDb rating before we revealed our ratings, and the IMDb rating is 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. 9 out of 10. Oh, I get it. I get it. See, I think I like this one, but I feel like the reasons why I like this one are mostly to do with the acting and the actors. I think there's a lot of good story elements, like the dusting for prints thing. That is a good, that is good. The scarf That's detail, the, like, fit this in the palm of my hand. Like, it, it's a very well-constructed episode. That's true. All right. All right, you go first, then. I'm giving it 8.5 out of 10 done. Okay. All right. I really like this episode. It gives me Diane Neal in a different role, which is something I wanted. And she's great. Cabot's good in this. Benson's good in this and it's an important topic and I think it just is really well constructed and you kind of I don't know move through various ways and comes full circle as you said so I like True. it yes okay that's fair it's a better version of stocks and bondage which I said earlier <laughs> agree much better than agreed that. agreed I'll give it an 8 point or not an 8.5 an 8 out of 10 I was going to give it a 7.5 but you convinced me to give it an 8 thank you yeah I'll give it an 8 I do like it it just doesn't have that like extra little bit to take it to a 9 or 9.5 for me. That's fair. Yeah. It has it. It's Diane Neal's face. That's it. That's all you do. That being said, I'm going to go with a 9.5. So Ooh, it's, wow. it's literally this is one of, this is probably top three favorite episodes of all time. Not because of Diane Neal partially, but I just, this one wow. always sticks out in my brain. Always. It is, it is a good one in terms of like, something about it just makes you remember the details about it. Like, yeah, the content and the fact, like the topic itself, I was like, this is not explored enough. You know, no, you you already true. did the, I think, I think you already did the Elizabeth Banks and Mark Paul Gosselaar episode. Yeah. That was, yeah. Was another one that like is very high with me where I'm like, this explores something that people don't talk about. And I love true. that. That one is a good one. Yeah, that's probably like my next favorite just because of the, and not only because I'm a huge Zach Morris fan, shout out, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely just, yeah. I, I love the topic and the, the controversy behind it and the fact that this needs to be discussed worldwide. So 
Definitely. Yeah, 9.5, I stand by that. All right, all, all right. right. All right. I mean, we should just talk about us ending. and. Yeah. I mean, uh, are, are you not doing the thing from the beginning, or are we just going to say it again? We'll say it again in case, I don't know. Okay. He can edit it cleverly. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll see what I do. But yeah, we're mm-hmm. ending. This is the end. Jordan left, so <laughs> very fitting. Well, should we just back? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we are going to be stopping the podcast right now. Uh, after this, this will be our final episode. We're c- calling it a... See you later, not yeah. a goodbye. Right. But, you know, like whenever global climate change puts us all underground and we're <laughs> trapped there, we'll start it back up or something. <laughs> we'll be like, yeah, the world's oh on fire. Let's bring back the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And announce the deal. We're about to die soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got something to look forward to when the end of the world's coming. Right. You know, it's just become too much of a time commitment for us right now. It's just the two of us doing this. We don't have any kind of team. Yeah, we both both have started different jobs. It's it's, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And yeah, like just thinking about, I think our last episode we recorded was in May. Mm -hmm. We took a break until July. Yeah, now. Released one episode that we recorded back in May. (laughs) And we should have had... Know, two episodes out already at this point and we still haven't so i mean clearly you can see that uh we're running on fumes here right. so <laughs> also i'm a big uh, fast and furious fan now oh so my I'm god a fast head. that's my new passion my new life you know i'm all about family i'm the <laughs> cf9 tomorrow i don't you know have time to have all this other stuff i'm purely about family and dom toretto <laughs> So watch the Fast and Furious movies. That's your plug, huh? Yeah. That's his plug. All right. That, also The Crown, also uh, Law and Order SVU, it's pretty good. Also, Loki? you can plug Loki. Watch Loki, that was pretty good. Watch uh, <laughs> Law and Order Organized Crime. I just got to get a lot of plugs out because you're not going to hear from me. Right, um, right. What else Makes have sense. I watched? Inside. good. Inside is amazing. I love Bo Burnham. He's my favorite comedian ever and has been for a long time. I've already seen the special like three or four times and I'm probably going to see it in theaters soon. I've listened to it just as music like six times. Oh so yeah, I, I stuck in my head forever because of TikTok too. So yeah, go on TikTok, read some books, uh, look at the grass, have a breath of air, <laughs> uh, drink some uh, LaCroix, uh, eat Food, food's good. Food's one of my favorite things. These are my plugs. Um, (laughs) The Mandalorian's good. I know that's old, but you know, watch it. Uh, What else? What else? I think that's plenty. I think we're good. Okay. Well, did I say the crown? Watch the crown. We have said the crown. It is. I'll still be on Twitter. We'll probably still like live tweet episodes sometime from the. Good. You better. Yeah. We won't be dead. We just won't be having a podcast, but we'll still be. You know. Law and Order fans and right. that sort of thing. Right. Most definitely. And now that Jordan girl is going to sing Amazing Grace for all of us. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it because I'm really, really sad about that announcement. I was looking forward to it because I'm like pro Trevor Langan and Younger did me dirty. I don't know oh, if any of y'all watch Younger. I will not. I will, I will plug seasons one through six. And seven can just go to hell. Oh, is it bad? Oh, they just, you know, it's like the Sopranos ending. And I hate to use that comparison, but I'm going to. It's just, it, it ruined it for me. But I love Peter Herman. And I was very optimistic about that storyline. But alas, I was, no, not at all. So I will instead plug um, Gilmore Girls because we talked about Kelly Bishop. And you can't get enough of Gilmore Girls. I will also plug Saved by the Bell because we talked about Zach Morris briefly. And mm-hmm. that show is iconic. Um, I'm currently watching Glee for the first time since the original run. And it's got me in stitches of horrible sadness. And also, <laughs> everything was offensive about that show. That. Yeah, everything is. I don't know why we as a society let it happen. Glee? Exactly. Yeah. They tried to be so progressive. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But that is awful. Like, how, yeah, yeah. how are we here? So I right. thought like... A- since she can't hear... Uh, we did watch one episode of Younger and decided never to watch it again. Right. They were talking about uh, not shaving your bajingo in a locker room with strangers, and I just couldn't continue. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. out. We're out. She's going to go back and listen to this and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but, I mean, she said the last season's bad, so, I mean, maybe we're just saving all of you from wasting your time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, but... Uh, I'm just happy that you included me in this and I'm happy to be here and talk about one of my favorite episodes with one of my favorite actresses, Diane Neal. It's super great. Yeah, we're glad to have you. I think you're one of like the first 
few people that actually know the podcast is ending. Have you even told anyone? No, that's not my that's not my deal to tell people. So oh, I, I, no, I, 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 I didn't know we were going to put this on there. So when I was talking about it earlier, I was just thought we were having a conversation. So that's my no, bad. No, you're fine. No, you're good. I mean, he may cut that out. So we'll see. I probably won't. You just leave it. Yeah. It's just easier at this point. But I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> people will start listening and be like, wait, what's oh, my mom's calling me? What's going on? Should I answer it? You're getting so many calls, Chrissy. Seriously, my 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 family calls me all the time. Have you seen the Fast and Furious movies? I'm not going to answer that. Um, I've seen the first four, and um, I happen to live in Salt Lake City, which is adjacent to Park City, which is adjacent to Sundance, which means I've seen them walking around Park City during that time. But oh, man. yeah, I saw Paul Paul Walker rest in peace like a year before he died. And wow. Uh, that's so. But crazy. I, they're good movies. I'm not even a car person, and I'm like, this is good. Uh, I was going to say, cars. you don't know anything like, about Gasco cars. Room. Yeah, that's about all. Yeah, you know. like they're legit. <laughs> they get even better after four, in my opinion. Like four. Ooh, was really? Like, yeah, five, six, and eight are my top three. Noted. Okay, well, maybe that's a marathon I'm doing this weekend because, yeah, like I'm, I'm not super familiar, but I know it's like, are they on? Are they on nine? Now? Yeah, mm-hmm. nine is the one that is in theaters right now. Okay, got it. I'm glad they're still doing them. Like. Let the legend live on. Right. Yeah, I think they're going to at least. I think I know that for sure they're going to ten. I don't know if that's going to be the last. They one have to ask ten your seatbelt. <laughs> so that's all I have to say. Do you have any plugs? I do not. All right. No plugs for me. I am plug free. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, but I still want to talk offline with Chrissy about Greece too. So we'll just you oh know, my god revisit yeah. that. We'll revisit that after. But let me know when you hit stop on your recording device. All right, it'll take like eight tries, but I'll just stopped. <laughs> but I do want to say, uh, EO will happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good man. I love Diane Neal. Uh, what else? Anything else? They're gonna fuck. Um, <laughs> the way you said that. If you don't keep this in the final episode, I will riot because you will have the Twitter feed going nuts if you keep that. Oh in. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> Trust I'm- me, they will. They will like. It was said on a podcast. We're done. We're good. I've said it before on a podcast. I don't know how many people that like follow us on Twitter actually listen. Right. It's like really hard. Oh, we do have... I tried to recruit. I, I don't know if you know, but I like actually like promoted you guys on Reddit the other day. Oh my God. It Thank came you. up and I they were like podcasts and they're talking about, I was like, huh, here, here's the one to listen to that's real. So just You're the best. have a conversation. But yeah, no, I got your backs, you know. But that is awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, you'll, those, I love the Twitter girls. They're absolutely crazy, which is what's fun. But yeah, they will they will prove to you with PowerPoint conversations about how EO is endgame. Oh my god, that's that's too much. It is. It is. Uh, if you if people do want another podcast though, SVU Pod, especially Heinous, seemed funny from what I listened to, and they seem oh, nice. Oh yeah, you're gonna do like an episode with them, but our schedules are vastly different, so it just never really panned out. But gotcha. Listen to them maybe because they do similar stuff and they do true crime at the end. Cool. Uh, you can follow me at Mossy underscore Castle, and you can follow the show at uh, at Vicious Felonies. This is over. Uh, do you want to say any follows? Follow them; they'll still post content. I'll make them. Yeah, you can follow me at Chrissy Holzer on Instagram and Chrissy Marie H on Twitter. I love that you just trail off one. Yeah, this is over. Like, <laughs> oh god. Do you want to do the intro? The intro. Hi. I'm Jordan. I'm Chrissy. And this is Vicious Felonies, our attempt at an SVU podcast. Um, we're going to rate them out of dun-duns. Uh, you know, it's a classic noise at the beginning of the episode. But things aren't quite what they seem. I think you probably end every episode synopsis with, and things aren't quite what they seem. They're never what they seem. That's very true. That's, SVU loves a twist. Time for the fun fact! Dun-dun! And you know she's dead. Like, what show are we watching? Is that so, it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. This episode is Dun Dun. Dun Dun. You're supposed to say it at the same time as me, do this. We switch it every time, kind of. Okay, whatever.